Welcome to the Abundant Grace Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Lewis, and I am so glad you're here. My hope is that each episode feels like you're having tea or coffee with a friend. Religiosity can complicate our relationship with God, and it can feel more like a heavy burden than the abundant life that Jesus came to give us. I know what it's like to want a relationship with God and to feel like you have to do all the things the right way to keep God happy. Learning that God loves me and even likes me has changed my life and how I approach faith, the Bible, work, family. Because when you are grounded in your worth and God's grace, it does change everything. And I want to share that with you here. I pray that this podcast empowers you in your unique, genuinely personal relationship with God and encourages you to rest in who God is and who he says you are. Hi there, friend, and welcome to this special episode of the Abundant Grace Podcast. Today, I am going to share with you day four from the Embrace the Gift of Rest challenge that I just wrapped up. It is a powerful episode about when we don't feel like we're enough and what can happen if we perpetuate that cycle of belief in our lives and how to overcome it, what we can do to start creating new patterns in our lives of belief around the truth of who we are and our worth and our value. I pray that it is a blessing to you and just empowers you to walk in confidence and own who God says you are, because you are enough and you don't have to try to do all these things to measure up because you have been made worthy. Towards the end of this audio, I mentioned the own your worth group intensive. And I say something like drop a heart below if you're interested. If you are interested, you can send me a message on Instagram, emily.abundantgrace, or I will include a link in the show notes to yourrelationshipwithgod.com forward slash worth, and that will get you all of the information about that. Either way will work great, and I'm so glad you're here. Enjoy this episode. Happy day four and Thursday of this week. The Embrace the Gift of Rest Challenge is such a gift because we get to receive something that God has gifted to us, something that he wants us to operate in. And today we're going to talk a lot more about the mindset behind rest and some of the things that keep us feeling like we're not enough. And therefore, we feel like we have to be doing all these things in order to measure up in order to prove ourselves and we can find ourselves um, not resting when we are um, feeling less than or not enough. Because when we feel like we're not enough or we feel like we are enough, we actually go looking for confirmation of that. And there's, it's like a scientific thing called confirmation bias. And what you believe your, your brain subconsciously continues to look for evidence of that. So if you believe you're not enough, then you will look for evidence to support that fact. And you will look for evidence. Um, this can 
go different many different ways where you find this kind of feedback but it can be in comparison where you look at other people and see how they're doing something and you go oh they're doing that and i'm not doing that therefore i'm not enough and they're better than me or you can have expectations of yourself that feed that loop where you're going i should be doing this i should be doing that i could be doing this and why am I not doing that and we kind of guilt trip ourselves um into like feeling less than or not enough and that's kind of the evidence that we're finding is oh they're doing this and I'm not so therefore I'm less than we can also do this with expectations of other people if people expect you to show up in a certain way or follow through in a certain way sometimes if they're people that have that level of access and intimacy in our lives that can speak into that, or we can take that information, even with a grain of salt, but we can take it and go, thank you for that feedback. I'm going to, you know, analyze what's real and what's not, because I'm going to assume that there's something for me to learn from this. But when it's someone who is like outside of a tight knit circle, like your, your family, maybe it's just two close friends. And it's probably different in different circles. Like in your job, you care about your boss's feedback and you might need to take that with a grain of salt depending on what things, you know, what the dynamic there is. Or whether it's um, a service thing or a church thing, those people, the people that are, um, I guess, in charge or um, running that or have a window into that part of your life might have a level of influence to be able to say, hey, this, is, this was the expectation and it's not being met. But for most of the time, we are taking expectations from people that we actually don't want their life. We don't want their way of doing things. We just look at what they're doing and look at their expectations for us. And we pile that on saying, oh, I should be doing this. And it's more of that evidence that we're not enough. So we feel this load. So not only do we have the physical load of doing all the things and trying to, um, what are some things that we've said this week? Um, keep up with our job, keep up at the, with our house and loving our spouse. Well, keeping, taking care of our kids. Well, all of those things are legit needs in our family and we can delegate those. We talked about that a little bit yesterday. You can get some of those things off of your plate and maybe onto someone else's or just completely nix it because it's not essential. But the things that are on our shoulders can be made heavier by the expectations and the um, comparison, that feeling that we are not enough. And when we when we don't feel like we're enough and we're comparing ourselves, it puts us into cycles of people pleasing, living a life out of alignment with our calling, our purpose, our giftings. Because we're looking at other people and saying, oh, I need to measure up to that. When we can just stand in our own uniqueness and say, that is what makes me valuable, is my unique abilities and giftings, not my ability to measure up, my ability to succeed in the way that someone else is. I get to be just me. And that's where our value actually comes in and our intrinsic worth. But backing up a little bit, I got ahead of myself because it's exciting. But this information that we 
are receiving that seems to confirm that we are not enough can make us people please if their expectation of us is where we find our validation then that is where we are going to put energy into what other people think of us if we're looking for external validation of our value or our enoughness i like using not words um and it can put us into striving and overwhelm also. So where we feel like we have to be doing all these things in order to measure up, we're going to pile on and be like, I have to be doing all these things. I have to homeschool my kids. I have to um, cook home cooked meals or I have to grow a garden or I have to do this job and I have to volunteer here and I have to uh, take on this extra project and I have to be there for this volunteer thing I was asked to do. And I, like all of these things we're trying to do to create evidence for I'm enough. I'm enough. Because if I'm doing all these things, certainly it's enough. When in reality, it's actually not solving the problem when we're looking for that kind of evidence to feel like we're enough. Because you'll never know when you are um, getting to be, I'm going to write myself a note, um, when we've done enough. When do we know that we've like attained? Like, okay, I've done it. I've got this done. I've got enough done to feel worthy. And that might work. That might work for a day until we have a failure or we come up against some limits and we're tired and we don't have the same capacity or we're just in a season that's full and we don't aren't able to meet all of our own expectations. Then we feel less than again until we can accomplish more. And it's a vicious cycle that leaves us mentally exhausted and overwhelmed. Like if I can't do all these things, then obviously I'm not enough. But you are. You are intrinsically enough. It's something that is just built into the fiber of your being and not something that you have to be accomplishing in order to add to your value or your worth. This made me think of Matthew 6 as I was getting ready for this this morning uh, because sometimes we think that our accomplishments somehow add value to us and we can add value to our community through our contributions, but it never changes our intrinsic value. And the things that we do are just like a, a bonus to what we already are and Thinking about adding value to ourselves, maybe think of the verse in uh, Matthew 6, and he's talking about, can you add any height to your stature? Uh, I can't find the exact verse. But the whole chapter is like, um, do the birds worry about where their food is going to come from? Do the lilies worry about where their clothing is going to come from? Why do we uh, worry about what we can't? or what we're going to eat and drink and wear. And can we add even an inch? Man, I can't even find the verse. Anyway, that's the concept. Can we add an inch to our stature? Can we add to our height, our physical height? No, no, we can't. But can we add to our intrinsic value? No, no, we can't. Not by fretting or worrying or toiling think is a verse that's used in this passage. None of that striving actually adds value to us. Yet, we are taken care of. And this same passage says that you are more valuable than 
a sparrow and God's eye is on the sparrow. God never loses sight of this little bird, this little sparrow that might feel or seem insignificant to us. He's so far from being insignificant. And how much more value are you than a sparrow? And that sparrow doesn't do anything to earn value or earn its place. I heard it put this way once too, that like, what is the purpose of like beauty or flowers or, or dolphins? They're, they're just there to enjoy. And yeah, they're, they're a part of the ecosystem, but it's not something that they have to like strive to be. Their existence is their purpose. And we've gotten so far away from that because we think our production is our purpose. Our achievements is our value. And it's so far off from the truth. Because you are valuable regardless of what you accomplish. You are enough and you deserve rest. Not because you have done all these things and grandiose um, ways. No, it's just you. And therefore you are invited to rest. You are invited to come back to this truth of who God actually says you are. Because who he says you are is, I guess, the ultimate final say. And when we believe that, we actively believe that, that we are enough, that we are beloved, that we are safe, that we are more than our accomplishments, then we begin looking for that kind of evidence and that kind of um, truth gets reinforced in our life. And this is the power of our words. This is the power of speaking affirmations over your life. This is the power of God's word and praying and believing these things because it will literally shift the patterns and the way your brain works to look for evidence of you being enough rather than a cycle of I'm not enough. Therefore, I'm going to compare myself and do all these things and feel a little better and just like this loop. When we can break that cycle and say, no, 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 I am not my accomplishments. I am worthy and I am value, valuable as I am. We can preach the gospel to ourselves over and over and over again. You have been made worthy. You belong because of Jesus, not because of what you've done. And I love how Lauren Daigle says it and you say, it's like you have all my failures and you have all my successes, something like that. Like everything that is mine, God came from you and, or you absorbed it. So I am who you say I am, regardless of my failures and regardless of my success. Because when we acknowledge our inherent worth, it, and we talked about this another day, our strengths and our weaknesses. It allows us to own those and it allows us to own our limits and say, I don't have to be enough. I don't have to be all the things to all the people all the time. And I don't have to be doing all the things for all the people and putting myself last all the time. You get to prioritize yourself. You get to prioritize your own health and your own care and well-being. And it doesn't reflect on your value. You're actually 
when you invest in yourself, when you take care of yourself, you're actually doing the opposite, which is so powerful because you don't have to wait for that evidence. You can go out and create evidence of your worth and your value and of investing in yourself regardless of what other people are saying, regardless of past messages, regardless of past beliefs, you can go out and create that evidence that is going to start this new pattern of believing in your mind. And and it's going to shift how you show up in the world. Because if you believe that you are already enough, how you show up to something is actually going to be more motivated and more excited to invest in this thing because you're not trying to get something like value or validation back out of it. You can just pour yourself into it, pour yourself out, out of love and service rather than I have to do this or else I'm not enough. And that's uh where you pour yourself out rather than letting it just leak out your energy leak out of you and now you're not rested at all when we're letting our energy leak out over here because we're worried we're not enough or over here because we're we have to do this thing in order to measure up we, we're still pouring out of ourselves and it's not a selfish thing we're just not letting it drain out the bottom like a sieve because we are mentally overwhelmed and physically exhausted, we're filling that cup up and intentionally pouring it out to the things and the people that need it most, that we prioritize most. I'm just going to look at my notes. Um, One last thing I want to say about rest and Sabbath and this gift that we've been given is it's an invitation from God. It's an invitation to rest and fill your cup up. It's an invitation into his rest. It's an invitation to partner with him in rest. He invites us to partner with him in work and he invites us to partner with him in rest. We don't have to reinvent it. But one of the things that tickles me about this commandment, because it's one of the 10 commandments to observe the Sabbath, But the way that it's worded is to remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. Keep it holy, to set it apart, to keep it separate. But remember how easy it is for us to forget to rest when we're in this culture of busyness, when we're in ministry that feels urgent, when we're doing a job that is necessary, when our littles are growing up, when our family needs us, when our spouse needs us, it could feel so urgent and we can forget to rest. And that's why I want to invite you to embrace this gift of rest because it's so easy to forget it. And even God knew it. We don't have to be embarrassed that we forgot to rest. We don't have to feel feel shame around the fact that we forget to take care of ourselves, that we forget to pause and reflect and be in awe and wonder because God knew. God knew that we would have a tendency to forget. So he said, remember, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy. And I want to speak some affirmations over you and you can just take whatever you need today. I'm just going to list through some. And if you want to jot one down on a post-it and stick it somewhere, you can And just carry it with you as a reminder that you can embrace this gift of rest. It's not something that you have to earn or strive for because you already are 
enough. God has placed his power inside of you. There's so many beautiful verses that can remind us of our value and of our worth because it's not something that we have to go out and find. It's a gift that's been given to you. Um, so let me read a couple of these. You are more than your accomplishments. You are more valuable than your contributions. God says you are loved and chosen. You are held. You are more than enough. You don't have to be all the things to all the people. You can say no. You get to choose. You are worthy of rest. You are loved and accepted. You are allowed to fail. And you are allowed to celebrate. You are celebratable. You are lovable. This isn't fluff. A, a lot of times this gets, I don't know, branded as like the fluffy side of Christianity where we're just saying affirmations and talking about how beloved we are. But genuinely, when we get a hold of this, if this is our starting point, it can be such a breakthrough spot for healing and transforming our relationship with God in ourselves when we're well grounded in this truth. When our identity is found in who God says that we are and what he actually says about us, it's life-changing. And we we're talking a little bit about worth and our value being tied up to the things that we're doing. And whenever our worth and our value gets attached to an activity, that's when we're finding our identity, like the core of who we are in that thing. And that is one reason why I've created Own Your Worth Group Intensive so that we can go deep on this. If you're feeling less than, if you're feeling like you should be playing smaller because you're too much or you're not enough and you're not showing up enough. If you're having those feelings like I am trying to measure up and I don't know how to I don't know how to change this pattern of thinking inside of me. I don't know how to ask for what I want and live a life that's actually aligned with my goals and my dreams and God's calling on my life. If you're like, I am so tired of striving and doing all the things and not resting and prioritizing myself. It's oftentimes linked to our worthiness because we don't understand how valuable we are uniquely created and valued by God. So if you want to unravel all of those in an intense eight weeks, where we're going to go deep on those and untangle those beliefs around your worth and your value so that you can show up for your family. You can experience deeper connections with people because you're showing up as your authentic self rather than what you think other people are wanting you to show up as. If you want to rest and live a well-grounded and connected rested life, this intensive is for you because you are not too much and you are always enough. Let me know. You can just drop a heart below if you are interested in that group program and I will get you more info. We can talk about it. It would be such a breakthrough for you in letting you understand and actually walk out and own. Like when I think of own, like, oh, my shoulders go back. I stand confidently and I own the boldness that I can have when I'm not shrinking back, when I'm not worried so much about what other people think, when I'm just standing confidently in who God says that we are. That's why this challenge is so exciting. 
um, praying for you. Uh, would love to see you in there. Uh, hope you have a fabulous rest of your Thursday. Thanks for hanging out with me this week. Thanks for listening to the Abundant Grace Podcast. If this episode was an encouragement to you, I would love to invite you to share it with a friend. And it would help me out so much if you would leave a review for the Abundant Grace Podcast. It makes a world of difference getting this podcast into the ears of other people so that they can be empowered and freed from religious do's and don'ts too. As always, I would love to hear your thoughts on this week's episode. You can find me hanging out on Instagram at emily.abundantgrace, or you can send me an email at hello at emilyklewis.com. I'm praying for you and cheering you on in your faith and healing. Have a great rest of your day, and remember, there's nothing you can do that will make God love you more, and nothing you have done that makes God love you less.